Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest. Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, my witchy poo. How you be? (laughs) I want to be a little different today. How you be? I'd be good. How about you? (laughs) Um, Well, I've been ketoing now for a while, and even though I used to make fun of you, about it because that's what I do. Um, it's your way. It's my way, right? I love it so much. I feel I great. It so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. No, I feel fantastic. Um, and don't Keep even really magic. miss those those carbs. I mean, the yeah. you know, it's really great. So good I feel great. You. Good for you. I mean, I think I'm even more enthusiastic than I normally am, which is a lot. Like, who knew? <laughs> right? <laughs> who knew? Well, we have a really like today is oh my god again i love all of our topics i really love this one because i think we have a spectacular episode today and it's about past lives it is certainly something that a lot of you have been asking us about it's an oldie but a goodie oh good god is that psychic <laughs> see humor? what i did there <laughs> i know my elf loves her past uh, life. Psychic okay, but hotline now, jokes <laughs> but now you're stealing my thunder oh wait that would be a zeus episode Oh my God! Look you at are us go. on fire. <laughs> look at us go. There's something my terribly wrong elf. with us. <laughs> so some people call past lives reincarnation, mm-hmm. which it triggers a lot of people. And you know me, I'm like, why? Why would they be triggered? 
if you recall when I tried to have a chapter in my book called The Devil's Afraid of Me, and you're like, my elf, people are triggered by the devil. I'm like, uh, if they made it this far, how could they possibly be triggered? <laughs> and so I don't understand being triggered. You know, I was raised by Margaret. But reincarnation is a word that people are triggered. And so in fact, if you ask somebody if they believe in reincarnation, most likely they're going to say no. If you ask them if they believe in past lives, they're probably going to say yes. It's a very interesting <laughs> thing because it's the same damn thing. People uh, are so silly. Why do you think that is? Why do they do that? <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know, I like to be like a little weirdo sometimes. Just so you all, our listeners know, we get so excited. We learn a lot about the topics. We go even deeper about the topics that we talk about. And I, I get nerdy wanting to find out why, you know, why are people triggered by the word reincarnation? So I did a little work on it, and it's interesting. So reincarnation is Latin, and it means entering the flesh again. Anybody can Google it and figure that out. I think of it as recycling. Recycling, <laughs> right. It should re Reincarnation Human should, have recycling. That, should have that green arrows, the three arrows. The, the circle around. arrows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, should be, that should be what we use. But it was removed from the Bible by the Catholic Church in 553 A.D., and I think it's interesting that it has been pinpointed at the date of which it was removed. So I'm going to read verbatim some of what I found because- um, We got Nerdy Elf. Yeah, like so, yeah, you got Nerdy Elf right now. Um, I love Nerdy Elf. <laughs> <laughs> and it, actually the stories that what are referenced, we have a different opinion about. I use multiple resources, everybody. I use inquisitor.com. I think I used factsarefacts.com. So some interesting sources here, but it talks about reincarnation is a fact. That it is no longer a part of today's Christian beliefs is due to one power-hungry woman. Her name, by the way, was Empress Theodora. We don't agree that it was her because it was 16 men that actually uh, removed it from the Bible. They just blamed her. So nothing has Plus, changed. Plus, we know how many <laughs> women had so much power back in 500 AD, right? I mean, right. come on. Well, I, that just was never going to happen. Of course. <laughs> but they have, so in the, in the stories that they tell, the stories yeah. that they tell is they're blaming. The victors get to write the stories. Isn't that how that goes? Right. In the history books and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so a seemingly small act with historical consequences. So they are posing questions, which I love, which is how different would the history of the last two millennia have been if mankind, specifically Christians, had known that they themselves would reap the fruit of their misdeeds in a future earthly life, that they would have to sleep in the beds that they made? Yeah, hello. How different would it be? I mean, we wouldn't have these conversations of YOLO, you only live once. I'm like, oh my God, you only live a thousand times, you dipshits, but okay. <laughs> um, I should, probably shouldn't end it with you dipshits because that's not very good. I just created karma for myself. And so what happened with this word is that nowadays, most Christians suspect blasphemy if someone references reincarnation. Wow, it makes sense, right? Because that's what they're taught. It's the teaching. It's that dogma. It's that be that belief system. But it also says this is why you have to learn your history, or you're doomed to repeat it. it right? Exactly. And they don't even know this. They're like, okay, this Bible that you put your hand on, you never open, and you swear about all the time, and you you know pledge allegiance to. Do your history. Like learn your history. Right. I mean, I can tell you the year that you know um, homosexual was added into the Bible, and it wasn't right. that long ago. To <laughs> be real honest. And I agree with you, Brent. It's like you know, it's really easy for people to just follow, right? It's just, it's really easy to follow a gang or follow whatever it may be, a religion, a cult, you name a it. A tribe. A tribe. Yeah. It's just really easy to follow. It's hard to be a critical thinker. 
it is hard because it's so much more comfortable to say us than me. Mm-hmm. And so I don't begrudge anybody who does this. I mean, why could I? That would be ridiculous. Um, but as a counterpoint to that, like there are other religions that have incorporated this idea since the dawn of their time. So like in Hinduism, the perpetual cycle of death and rebirth is portrayed as the wheel of karma, right? And this Mm -hmm. to me is the world that I have engaged in in my life. And I know it's a world that you have probably, when you were born, you were in that world. Like that's just kind of your (laughs) belief system. You're an OG when it comes to the wheel of karma and how you live your life. I got there a little later, but I think that's part of being spiritual, right? Like you kind of adopt different pieces. And I, you know, we talk about past lives I was so convinced of it, and I know I've mentioned this before, the first time I went to India, speaking of Hinduism, and it felt like home. So that's why it's just so comfortable to me. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. This other stuff doesn't make sense to me. And also, since I have talked to a lot of spirits that I now know that, uh, yeah, when you die, you don't just die, people. And (laughs) My, My first memory of a spirit is, you know, under the age of five. And so when you grow up with that as a reality, you're like, oh, yeah, that's not really a thing. <laughs> right. It's not. You don't just, right. you, you, yeah. you don't, you, you don't, yell. there's no YOLO. Yeah. There's also no exactly. FOMO. I'm just going to tell everybody. It's like, you don't, it's, sometimes you miss things because you're supposed to. I'm just saying. Because they weren't yours. They weren't yours, people. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, um, so we can certainly share some of these articles with you guys, or you can just go in and research it and learn a lot more about it and educate yourself and then decide where you sit on that. But I think, yeah. you know, we're, you we're, you. we're, yeah, you do you. We're calling it past lives because apparently reincarnation is triggering, but we wanted you to know why it was triggering for people. And so that's just a little bit of history there for everyone. Exactly. And of course, one of our favorite experts in this area, the one who changed the game for all of us is Dr. Brian Weiss, the author of Many Lives, Many Masters. I mean, woot woot. I mean, I, I could clap and yeah. make a lot of noises on the mic, but it, it'll just irritate no people. No raspberries for him. No rat. No. <laughs> he gets like he gets like a ticker tape parade for me. Yeah. He's amazing. So he headed up the board of psychologists and he had a very, very pristine role in this industry, right, in his area of study. Very well respected, really at the top of his field. And he has this woman. Do you remember what her name is? It was a fake name because she didn't want to be her identity revealed in the book. So we. I think she's since been revealed, but. Oh, it was in the the book. He talks about how she didn't want to be revealed, but. No, that's true. And so I'm going to call her Mary just because. Because why not? Right. We can, because I, I don't remember what her name is, but she's a regular patient who's, she has trouble with water. Like she has trouble in the shower. She has trouble in pools. Like she, you know, is very anxious. And so he's doing these hypnotherapy sessions with her, trans sessions with her, and she's slipping into past lives. And he's like, okay, this is what it is. This is interesting. This is weird. Okay, whatever. It's just part of her process. And then all of a sudden they come through and start teaching him, hey, buddy, <laughs> you got to know, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, <laughs> but like, you got to know this whole other dom- dimension is real. And he starts having access to it and understanding it and being schooled and being taught and realizing. And then he is brave enough to come forward to put all of his professionalism on the line and say, hey, reincarnation is real and we have other, we have a soul who has other earthly experiences. And it was a 
game changer. It was just a game changer. And of course, this is many, many years ago. I don't, I don't have the year that the book was published. Um, but I was, think it was over twenty, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, oh, at least, yeah, if yeah, not twenty-five. Yeah. He was even on Oprah. He's that famous. Yeah, <laughs> when she right. had her Daily Show. <laughs> so many people are aware of his work and and super, super powerful, but really a game changer in such an extraordinary way. I think what I so many parts of that I loved, and and really encourage everyone. You know, if you're a reader, pick this book up because it is a life changing thing. In fact, I think Brenda had a really interesting experience with it herself, um, <laughs> so which I call the futon my... story. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so bad. So I was telling my elf. At least it's so, not the waterbed um, story. <laughs> That's Katie's story. <laughs> um, I was so I was in my first apartment after my MBA school work, and you know I'm sitting there reading this book, and is at the very end of the book, and talking about how. You know, this these past life trances have changed people's lives and changed his life and changed this this patient's life. And I was just so moved. And I I closed the book and I just kind of held it to my heart. And I thought, I I wonder, I wonder if I could do something like that and work with past lives and serve in this way. And I'm sitting on my futon. <laughs> that's what I had. And my stereo was way back in the day where you had component stereos. And across the room, so I'm 20 feet from the, the stereo, all the components of the stereo light up <laughs> as an answer to my, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could <laughs> have an experience like this. I was like, wait, what? What just happened? <laughs> I love that so much. The futon story is one of my favorites because I can just visualize the futon and the stereo component. I had one too. I get it. I had a futon. I had a stereo like that. We all had futons, right? Yeah, I actually have a Papazon chair to my right. Just FYI oh, to everyone. Awesome. <laughs> I have a Papa's on chair. So I am not throwing stones at the futon. I love the futon. The point is, this book changed so many people's lives. Oh, it, changed, it, yeah. it, it completely changed how I looked at the world. And yeah. just a little footnote for everyone, if, if you are interested in this topic, I can also highly encourage and direct you to a very good friend of mine wrote a book. Her name is Kathy Bird called The Boy Who Knew Too Much. And we will eventually have Kathy on oh, to talk great, about her story. Yeah, and Yeah, and she is a love. And I, I met her in L.A. Um, we are friends to this day. And, oh, that rhymed. I love when that happens. My rapping elf. Oh, your rapping elf, <laughs> yep. And um, it's a story of her son. And he was at two years old saying things that he hadn't, he, there's no way this little boy could know, right? Like, it's insane. At two years, he talks about when they were in the sky. You know, or yeah. or things about Lou Gehrig that actually was not even public. And so it's a very interesting, it's a fascinating story. That'll be a fun episode. Oh, that'll be so great. And I just, you'll love her. She's just, oh, yeah. she's just the, a soul, a, a really bright soul. But she was also, she uh, practiced Catholicism. So imagine mm. what that must have been like with the history of the word reincarnation, what she had to deal right. with, exactly. what she lost in her life from that, but then what she gained from it. But it's a great book. It's really well written. I encourage everybody to read Kathy Bird's The Boy Who Knew Too Much. And we will talk more about reincarnation slash past lives when we come back. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. 
Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome back to your past life episode. Do you feel like you were just here? (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things as... love of God, that was hilarious. (laughs) One of the things as Brian Weiss, you know, his patient who took him into this past life domain showed up with was phobias. This is one thing that gets carried through in the DNA, right? The nervous system information from past lives gets transmitted in DNA. So we often have experiences with phobias that aren't rooted in this. Sorry, (laughs) that was a technical glitch. We are podcasting in place. We're podcasting in (laughs) place, people. We're just not going to be perfect. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, So so we bring this information forward. And when we go back to figure out like, why why am I afraid of this? Why do I have an issue with this? And nothing makes sense in our in our present day life. But Oftentimes, it is rooted in the past life, as um, the Brian Weiss story shares. So let's talk about past life phobias. Let's phobia it up. You know, I think, <laughs> and, and like we like to do is like we will tell stories on ourselves just so everybody can really fully understand. Because, you know, we've talked about the value of storytelling and how it helps us think about ourselves, right? Because storytellers are actually holding up a mirror for you. So in these particular stories, so claustrophobia is, uh, I think, one very near and dear <laughs> to um, my heart. Many. And to many. many. Because, you know, Brenda, one thing you taught me was, you know, things associated with claustrophobia are is the whole gasping for air, right? That's how you feel like you are going to die, that you are going to have the lack of air. And it's a very common way, right? And I think no matter what your phobia is, it's this, that's the same thing. So even if you're afraid of snakes... Or it's the same thing. It's like, I can't breathe. It's, right. it's like, I can't uh, breathe. You, you forget to breathe because you're, you're so jacked up. Yeah. So I have had signs of claustrophobia throughout my life. And the first one was actually quite funny. Uh, and it's very quick. But Suzanne and I rented an A-frame house in Lake Tahoe eons ago. And the bedroom was up where the A was, you know, peaking. And for some reason, I was sleeping on the inside of the bed. And I woke up in the middle of the night and the, I was up against the wood right of the roof and i flew out of the bed literally flew i have no idea how i did i was pretty fat back then and i flew out of the bed <laughs> it was like a fat fly and and i had a fruit fly no, no not a fruit fly a fat fly and i cruised down the stairs and i slept on the couch every night thereafter because i was so triggered by it that's the not the funny story the really funny one though it's not that really funny but 
Not long after that, it was a matter of maybe, you know, five years or so, my job was I, you know, was um, in charge of the media for Hewlett Packard globally. When Carly Fiorina was in charge, she was spending gobs and gobs of money on it on brand advertising. So we were buying like 24 page inserts in magazines. It was just insane. It was an egregious way to spend that money. Sorry, Carly, you were wrong. And, um, <laughs> And one place where we were the, you know, we were the largest advertiser for a lot of magazines back in the day of magazines, and Forbes magazine was one of them. So weirdly, I was invited to um, by Steve Forbes, the son of Malcolm Forbes, those who know the Forbes lineage, and his wife Sabina to go to the Bahamas to spend five days on the Highlander, which is the family yacht. And I'm just going to tell everybody... <laughs> on the Highlander. Now, this is so crazy. Remember, I'm a hillbilly from Oklahoma. Name dropping. It's totally name dropping. But I'm, Family yacht. I'm so out of place in the whole thing because I did hardly had two dimes to rub together at the time. We were living in San Francisco and it was expensive. And really like, didn't have two dimes rubbed together. So so the, the Highlander, when you walk on, <laughs> there is, it's multiple levels. It's gorgeous. And all of the pictures, photographs, art, whatever, are all Velcroed to the wall. And then at the top level, there is a helicopter pad with a helicopter name, Capitalist Tool. And I look at Steve, I go, you're calling yourself a tool because you're a capitalist. <laughs> Did you know that you're advertising that on your helicopter? He just looked at me. Mind you, that was after we introduced them to South Park. All not the point. The point <laughs> is one day they wanted to go scuba diving or snorkeling. And I'm like, okay. I could not get my, I put my face in the water for a millisecond and then I had a meltdown and then not put my face in the water again because I thought I was going to mm -hmm. die. So clearly mm -hmm. there was a past life that I have had, because this uh, multiple things have happened over time, but that was like really, like that moment sticks so much in my memory because it was that moment when I truly realized I had a real problem. And so what I did after that is I started to swim and I swim mm -hmm. underwater now virtually every day. And I don't mm -hmm. have that same claustrophobia issue that I, that I once did. I know Good I'm okay. You. And I don't have to live my life in that area f fearful. I can live free. And in fact, when Suzanne and I took a trip to Hawaii a few years ago, um, they did a snorkeling were you, thing. Were you on another yacht with a helicopter? I was not on a yacht with a helicopter. I was on like a speedboat with like 90 other people going out. Um, it was definitely the Greyhound bus of the water. <laughs> And I remember, like, they had snorkels and stuff for everybody. I had brought my own mask, and I went in there, and I was diving around, going deep. I wasn't mm -hmm. doing snorkeling business. I was going in. That's beautiful. I had a few moments of fear because it was so deep, but then I was like, I got this. And I was yeah. swimming. And so it's all changed. And again, this is a very, very common experience where people get claustrophobic, and specifically in water. We've had so – think about how, for centuries, waterways were how we moved. And because of that, so many people have drowning experiences because that's that was a major, you know, movement. A lot of people spent time on the water, even if they didn't know how to swim. Well, we didn't have swimming lessons from, back then. They, Let's think about they it. Did, yeah. And they didn't have those little blow-up things, no. little muscle things they put on their arms. The little floaties, <laughs> the little arm floaties. The, the no floaties. They didn't I mean, have they didn't have unicorn floaties that wrapped around, you know, your waist that you <laughs> exactly. could go cruise around. And we have a Snapchat floaty, the ghost in our swimming pool, of course. Exactly. They didn't have that. I thought you'd have a South Park floaty. I just I just assumed. Right, no, I should. That's a really good idea. If I had Cartman, it'd be but, big. 
I love how you took control of that situation and said, okay, I got a problem and this is going to rob me of energy and rob me of living in my fullest. I know being a cranial sacral worker for 20 years, there's a hand position where you actually are putting your hand very lightly on the throat, right? And people can't take it. They literally can't take it. It's the lightest touch. You're not moving any tissues or anything. You're just getting that cranial sacral pulse and people cannot take it. (laughs) Brenda, uh, six months ago was the first time I ever had a facial because I couldn't handle my face being covered. I wouldn't let anybody touch my nose for a good 45 years of my life for that very reason. So it's, it's a real thing. It's so real. Yeah. And it's so instinctive in your body right. like it's not thought it's not i don't think i wasn't thoughtful about it. it's like oh i'm gonna have a meltdown no 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 it came it was ptsd from a past life right. that's in my body and my body remembered it so i wanted so my goal was to work through it you know we have also things like people who are you know afraid of heights there's a good reason for that <laughs> that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense <laughs> that does make sense it's also and, dangerous uh, but that's okay <laughs> Well, back in the day when I lived in Chicago, there's a Century Mall, and it's one of those malls that this, all the stores are on the outside, and then there's like this whole open space in the middle. Our gym was on the top floor, and so he'd say, Brent, don't let me get near the rail. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. But, you know, we used to live across the Golden Gate Bridge, and we had jumpers all the time. Well, he was afraid of it, yeah. but he knew if he got near it, he would jump. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Stop it. <laughs> But my point is, the top ways, right, is drowning, really popular to keep that nervous system firing, literally firing. Fire is really big too, right? Because for so many centuries, we couldn't control fire. And then, of course, uh, being murdered. Now, there's all kinds of ways to do that. Today, being murdered by gunfire is really quite high. Well, truth be told, I mean, if you think of in the history, do you want us to break? Is that what you want us to do? Kind of. Okay, let's break and we'll get back to this. That's fine. Go ahead. Break break. us up. We'll be right back. (laughs) This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome back. And we're talking about dying by gunshot. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to the happy show 
of past lives. Just to lives, make your day. Just to make your day of dying of gunshot wounds. Um, so, but I again. think but what was interesting about what you said is that I actually think there are times throughout history of mankind where we've had war, right? And so many at the time, specifically men, and not until modern day have we had more women, obviously, fighting in behalf of their country. But a lot of men would die of gunshot wounds. And we've had such interesting conversations about this. I have a hard time touching a gun. I'm very triggered by it. I am anti-gun. No pun intended. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Thank you. But I also want to point out one thing, because you brought up something very interesting yeah. there. And you said mostly men um, have been killed th throughout wars in the centuries. But we don't reincarnate by, in the same gender. Correct. We do not. So we do not reincarnate. Sure You're absolutely clear. right. There's two things. One is you can't cross species when I thought Homer was my dad in a previous life. <laughs> so I learned that lesson. And the other lesson that I've learned is that you go back and forth as the different genders and multiple genders now because we're going to have transgender as part of what we're going to be, you know, um, uh, reincarnating. We'll weave that into the mix. We, we put it all in the mix. Yeah, put it all in. I'm good. I like it all. So what's interesting is I do have an, I have a real issue with guns. This is not a Second Amendment, amendment thing. I'm not, this is not what this is. <laughs> I'm not against the Constitution. I'm not, that's not, but me, is this about me personally? I don't want to hold a weapon. I did when I was a child, and I didn't like it. I remember not liking it. The chat. Piles. Why did you hold a weapon as a child? Because it's Oklahoma, <laughs> and we would go to this shitty town called Pitcher, which is now, by the way, closed down by the EPA. It is one of the largest environmental fuck ups in the, our country's history that people don't know about. See, Oklahoma hides everything, right? They they hid the race riots of over 100 years ago, and they have hid Pitcher, Oklahoma, which is literally shut down. But they had chat piles there because of the mining of iron and ore and all the whatever they had. And so, of course, it's that's also why we're all gay, I think, is that it got into our water. <laughs> and so it has superpower effects. But um, as a kid, we would all go and people had guns, Oklahoma, for the love of God, you know. Okay. And so you just okay. go shoot stuff. I didn't like it. And today, to this day, I don't want to touch a gun. And I know that you don't have issues with pistols. Like, you're fine. Like, you don't, there's no angst with pistols. Well, to be clear, for being fine with pistols. Um, okay, that was a weird sentence I had. Go ahead and clear it up. <laughs> like, it was weird. That was weird. It was weird. How are you fine with pistols? And so I, I, my experience with guns is very limited to a party at a Texas ranch <laughs> where apparently you end barbecues with shooting with target practice. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a real so, thing. And that and fajitas. I'm a pretty good shot. Yeah, so. fajitas and, and guns, yeah. Well, fajitas, margaritas, and guns. Fajitas, margaritas, and guns, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much how that, how well, that rolls. Well, the, the other thing, though, is because we started to – so interesting. I, I do. I, I love our show so much. I hope it helps all our listeners as much as it helps me. Because we do I it for that, my elf. <laughs> fully believe it. No, we do it for everybody. But if but it certainly helps me. And I just it just it's more of a confession than anything. I haven't confessed in a while in some episodes. So confession is our show helps me probably more than it does you. But shotguns. Shotguns are a really interesting thing as well. That's a different thing. It's a, different, a whole different thing, thing. right? So yeah. as I've talked about before, I played competitive golf since the time I was, I think, seven years old until I was I quit in college. And um, in golf, they have what's called a shotgun start. Now, imagine how somebody is as sensitive as me to guns and the sound of guns. That's why I have a hard time with Harley Davidson's because they sound like guns to me. Yeah, they do. That I would want to hide under a table. So clearly, I have some past life issues of being either killing or being killed because I'm not quite sure which way it's going because doesn't it doesn't matter. 
But I got real issues with weapons because of that. And I'm wondering that if in this life isn't about to be comfortable with it, but is maybe my job is to avoid it and find other ways to solve issues and problems (laughs) than having to tote a damn gun around to make your point. If anyone can relate to, hopefully, you'll be able to relate to some of the things we've talked about, whether it's drowning, fire, strangulation, guns, whatever your choice was. (laughs) There's a lot of phobias. Yeah, death of phobias, right? I encourage, obviously, getting any course of support you that is helpful, but also referencing tapping or emotional freedom technique that can help reset the nervous system in a really healthy way. I like the Ortner family, Jessica Ortner, Nick Ortner. There's another brother. Do you want to spell it for people? O-R-T-N-E-R, Ortner. And again, it's tapping or emotional freedom technique. Nick wrote the big book on tapping that everyone resources, but if you just go to YouTube, they have a lot of free stuff. If you go to their the Tapping Solution, I think is their website, and they have a lot of free apps as well and free information. Excellent, excellent resource to help reset the nervous system. I'll just tell one quick story about, for me, I was at my beloved's father's funeral, and he was a veteran, and so they did the 21-gun salute. And I, ha- I wasn't anticipating it. I went, you know, obviously we were grieving and celebrating his 90 some years, right? It was a, a beautiful celebration of life and an extraordinary man. And so we are outside while they're doing this salute. And all of a sudden the guns start going off and I start shaking and hyperventilating so badly. They had to, t- he had to take me inside the church because I, w- I was, I had to sit down. I, I couldn't, I had no, and he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just in trembling, never made it to like, you know, shot number six. I never made it that far. <laughs> it was really quite traumatic for me. So, so I did a lot of tapping. So we were <laughs> soldiers, maybe. It, it was something. We were something. Right? It, yeah. It was something. Yeah. And so if you for struggle real. with this, I mean, again, I it's you don't have to relate to everything. Um, clearly, Brendan and I have a lot of phobias that we've dealt with in our life. <laughs> um, You're welcome. <laughs> We're doing all this work for We're you. doing, look at all the work we are. You're getting like the uh, Four Dummies handbook version of this stuff because we we did it and I was a dummy for a really long time. Um, so there's other things, Brenda, and I, I would love for you to talk about it. You know, we talked about phobias and these are just, this is more of an intro into trying to identify um, things that you own from a past life. But there's other things that relate to our life. And, you know, there's obviously the individual issues and there's a lot of those. And But what about other issues like family issues or generational issues and, and those types of things? Yeah, that's all real. <laughs> that's what I want to say. That was say. a really long well, answer. Sure. I wish you would really start cutting down. You're taking up too much time on the show. Exactly. I'm just trying to edit it here. But this is what I would remind people is that we reincarnate in groups. It can be in groups of six. It can be groups of 5,000, right? But we don't all reincarnate at once, but we reincarnate in groups so that we can work through karma we have with other groups. So as family information, not only in the genes and the DNA and how we look, but also our cultures, our behaviors, our beliefs, our prejudices, our privilege, our victimhood, all of it gets passed down so that we can continue the journey of balancing things. How to go from, I can't put my face in this scuba diving mask to, I can swim laps now without a mask. That's a journey that we can go on to heal the past, to integrate our learnings in earth school, to offer compassion to those and even teach others who are behind us on the learning curve. It doesn't mean we're better. They're just behind us, just as like we're behind others on the learning curve. But how we can continue to heal this past karma, to heal this past trauma, and become better, stronger versions of ourselves. Right. If you were raised in a racist household, this is a real thing. A lot of people were. 
-hmm. that, you know, you look at that and you're like, you know what, there's karma to this. Let me work on this. Because this all, none of this feel, because I've had, I've had a lot of people, you know, everybody's talking about this right now. And that's a really great thing. Even if the stuff that you don't want to hear. And I've had a lot of people say, you know, I was raised in a racist house, but that was the time. Like there's, there's a justification, like that was the time. And that's, I'm like, "Mm, okay, why don't we just like let your comments go and let's just work on today. And, and what can we learn from this and how can we change that? And why don't we just close that karmic loop? And why don't we turn that karma into some Dharma and let's go do some good. Because you taught me yeah. Dharma, Beyond Dharma and Grade, the ABC TV show, you know, a while back. Please see our Karma episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please listen to Karma. It's so beautiful to know that we can do something about the past today. Yes, we were traumatized in the past, and we can address that today. We have all kinds of tools, whether it's EMDR or tapping or whatever it is. Just a great therapist, whatever it is. Get to yoga class, whatever. And <laughs> figuring out your moral damn compass. I don't want to accuse, but I don't think a lot of people spend time thinking about their moral compass. <laughs> but I do, because mm-hmm. there's so many things. Like In fact, in fact, through this pandemic and through the social unrest, I, I have been revisiting my moral compass and taking a real good look at it. And it is so incredibly helpful. For one is, I can see how far I've come. And that's really, that's amazing. That's so important. I I see how far I've come. I see where I've come from. I see the things I've held. I've seen the things I've released. And now I see the things I need to work on today. And there are. no Ain't nobody perfect, not even your witch and elf people. And we have stuff that we have to work on too. Because we're also in our school school. with you. If we weren't, (laughs) right? If we were in our school, uh, we wouldn't be here. So, (laughs) you know, love us for who we are and all of our imperfections, (laughs) particularly mine. And uh, because Brenda has a lot fewer than I do. Um, No, I I just don't. I'm just quieter about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just quieter about it, she says. (laughs) She's so quiet about it. I want to repeat it. But it's that moral compass that you look at and it's like, okay. Like who who am I and who do I want to be and I and I think it's worth revisiting all the time but it sure the shit is worth revisiting today. We have to right. We're being held accountable on such a higher level, which is so exciting and so painful. Which is exciting why it's important. And painful, yeah. As you take a look at some of the phobias you have, and the phobias might be you know triggered in the nervous system, but look at yourself and see what can I do to take care of myself. And what can I do as I'm being triggered out in the world? There could be things, even when you're seeing the protests, there could be even with the virus. I, I talked to a vet who was in Vietnam and is being triggered around the virus because of something he experienced when he was in Vietnam, right? So, oh, there, wow. so there's all kinds there's of so many things. There's so many things to be triggered. Lead with compassion. Lead with self-accountability. And I love what you said, my elf, about, you know what? I've come a long way. You have to acknowledge and build momentum so that you can be fueled to continue your journey going forward. You can't fix everything. It is a dial, not a switch, people. It is a giant dial, and we keep moving it, yeah, keep beautiful. progressing it. It's important, but we can't stay where we were because it's not, first of all, it's just not comfortable for anybody anymore. It doesn't fit us anymore. It's not appropriate anymore. So we're moving forward. And if that triggers you in a way, or even the social unrest that's happening in the street triggers people from other past lifetimes where, you know, the government was toppled. There's things like that were extreme and, and they were part of that that past life as well. It's okay to be triggered by it and know what can I do today? Well, how can I figure out to swim laps in my version of being triggered, whatever that is? I've seen a lot of Let people triggered okay. by the it's interesting that you say that about the protest. Um, I find myself weirdly comfortable with it. Weirdly comfortable. Like 
Really? But I've also done, I've protested a lot of things in my life. So that's probably has something to do with it. But I, there is not a trigger. In, in fact, there's not even a trigger when, you know, when we talked about the tarot card. When I see a, a building burning, I'm like, well, maybe it needs to. Maybe that's, that's how people are going to get some attention. Well, but but I love and I love the reminders. So one of the, in this country, one of the most recent is, you know, we have it's it's Pride Month. Right. So the gay pride parades didn't start out as a flipping parade, people. No, it didn't. I can tell you it didn't as start out as who, a flipping parade who was in the middle of that. You know, right. it didn't start out as a parade. You know, no, I was harassed. They were in, I was ha- harassed in 1993 in Washington D.C. when I showed up. Granted, I had a really great T-shirt on that said "Dip me in honey and throw me to the lesbians." Probably could have been <laughs> why I was harassed. Did you also have your panties on that said "This ain't gonna spank itself"? <laughs> <laughs> and can I tell you that my dentist now listens to our show, Doctor Rod? So if anybody needs a dentist in Northwest Arkansas, Doctor Rod Roark is freaking amazing because he's also a fan of our show he <laughs> made a comment to me and it was giggling and he goes it ain't gonna spank itself i'm like oh Phil, you are listening <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have those then but i did have dip me in the honey and throw me to the lesbians but I, it was a real protest like it was real we yeah. had there were there was tear gas there were there was violence in the streets and today it's a parade and today it's a parade today we celebrate right and, and so let's keep our eyes on that. Nothing, there's been no social change that has happened without a protest. And maybe that's why I'm so supportive of it. And to wrap it up, right? Because we started with past life. Oh, we did. Oh my God, look at us go. This is what happens when you're, when you're podcasting in place. <laughs> started with past lives getting triggered, right? And how we have phobias. These are all things that can limit us. They can also enhance our, our, our school experience. So how can we be kind and compassionate take accountability and responsibility for healing and becoming everything that we can be. And remember that our school is hard. Without the other side. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 